0: The triage triangle was really born out of a, a need that I had to figure out why relationships weren't working.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Strategy Show. I'm your host, Simon Severino. Today, I'm so glad to have back Trivinia Barbar, CEO of Priority VA. Hi, Trivinia.
0: Hey, Simon, glad to be here.
1: This time, I want to know everything about your triage triangle. How can you build trust and how does this fit to training and to traction?
0: Yeah, so, you know, the triage triangle was really born out of a a need that I had to figure out why relationships weren't working and like what was going on when I would maybe match a client with an executive assistant and it would fall apart and I started to really dissect the relationships that worked well and the ones that were falling apart. And we came up with this triangle. I, I like to describe things based on shapes and uh, stuff because it's easier for people to comprehend. And the triage triangle basically is this. If there is ever a breakdown in a relationship or if things are going well in a relationship, it can t- you can typically point to one of these three areas, trust, training, or traction. And so if you want to uh, build a team that is going to do amazing things for you, you have to first understand there will be spilled milk. There are going to be problems. There are going to be bumps in the road, like super high highs when you guys are crushing it and everything is going well, and really low valleys when things are going wrong. Right now with this coronavirus pandemic, a lot of people are in the valleys, right? Things are low. There are teams that are absolutely crushing it and businesses that are thriving right now. but. For a lot of us, we're in that valley, and we have to evaluate in moments like this what's going on with our team. And we believe that this triage triangle will help you figure out if there's any inconsistencies with your team where something could be wrong. And so it looks like this. If you have built a team based on trust – you have hired people not based on their interest and their availability and their affordability, right? The first person that said I can work for you and I'm cheap and I can start tomorrow, but instead you hired them based on their passion, their purpose that they see themselves in your business for the long haul and their proficiency, right? They can actually do the job you hired them to do and you trust them and you believe the best in them and they, in you, then you guys can do anything. And that that proves more so in this type of environment right now when we're all sort of struggling, right? We want a team that we can trust with us as we're all sort of navigating and pivoting what we need to do in our business. And so that's the first area I like to look at is like, is there somewhere that trust has been broken? Um, are they maybe not feeling Like they can uh, come to you when they're scared about their own job right now, right? Do they have that relationship of trust? So that's the first sort of area. And the second part of that triangle is training. Oftentimes we hire people and we want experts in the field, right? Like we want specialists, not generalists. And we want people who are going to come in and hit the ground running. And I think that can absolutely be the case. We place executive assistants all the time with entrepreneurs that can come into a business and do the things but everyone, no matter what role they're in, does need training on how you operate. They might know how to handle email and triage calendars and and book flights for you, but they don't know how you want something done. And so you've got to be able to pour into them the training. And so when there's a challenge, it's always good to come back to this. Like, did I give them the appropriate training on how I want things done? And then the bottom piece of that triangle is traction, right? We often say that, entrepreneurs come to us and they're stuck alone and out of control, right? They have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what needs to come next and they're lacking momentum. And we believe that traction comes when you're participating with your team, where everyone is pulling in the, in the same direction toward a goal, right? And that can only happen when you're working with the right people on the right processes, right? You have the right processes in place. That's the training piece. And then you're working on the right projects. And that only happens when you're communicating with your team and you're bringing everyone into the fold to get all on the same page. High-performance teams, Simon, only work when there is clear transparency. Everybody knows what's going on. And you're not having people work in silos, right? And you're working together on a cohesive thing. And there is nothing that we should be doing more right now in this time of um, this pandemic than getting everyone on the same page, right? Making sure you're building that trust, you have the right training. Now, a lot of us have downtime in our businesses. We can be really shoring up any training, cross-training, because what if somebody gets sick, right? And then we can be working on making sure we're having traction on what we really, really
2: wanna be doing in our businesses. You wanna make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. In sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to com slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you?
1: I'm observing that you like alliterations. Uh, like I do. brass training, traction, and also no. the geometry of having a triangle and Sometimes I have to laugh when when I see it outside, but we are exactly the same. And I think I get it now. Why? So uh, for example, our values are focus, freedom, flow, humble, hungry, happy. Yes. And whatever I can put into a shape, I put into a shape. And I thought for many, for many years that this is a consultant bingo, you know, but these people who do that, It's about caring for ourselves to remember it, to embody it, to have it right here right now when you have three seconds to tell it to somebody. Like right here right now you can bring it across because it has a shape
0: and you can bring that
1: across in a podcast to many thousand people because it has a shape and an alliteration and that alliteration is easy for you to remember and is easy for the other people to remember. So this is an act of love actually.
0: Yeah, I, I love it too. And I think it's easy uh, when we're training someone, when we're teaching someone to draw that triangle, right? On a big whiteboard and and then they can make that a concrete vision, visual in their brain as well so that they can recall it. When they're working with their team. They'd be like, okay, wait, Trevenia said trust. What was that second one? Right. And then just they imagine that drawing the the second line of the triangle. And then you're like track training, you know, traction.
1: Absolutely. So we, we did the first draft of our values, and we were quite proud. These are our values, and they are quite complicated. Um, and there is stuff on there like fully alive, precise, and clear, et cetera. So it's beautiful, and I was invited many times as a keynote speaker to tell how we created them and why people liked them. It was the Sprint Manifesto, etc. A couple of weeks ago, mid, in the middle of the beginning of this pandemic crisis, I was sleeping very bad. I had a nightmare where everything was breaking apart in the world out there and I, I, and I had this moment where someone, Simon, how do you act now? Simon, what is the right thing to do now? How do you, how do you create now order and safety in this chaos around you for your family, etc.? So, and one part of me said, well, according to our values and the other part said well tell me the values right now (laughs) you know two o'clock in the morning and uh, i am asking myself what the values are so what's your compass right now your ethical compass your value compass and i cannot tell them because i said oh i have to go over there and read them and in that moment i said to myself simon you have to simplify Mm -hmm. they are overly complicated even if they fit on one page but if you cannot embody them right now, where you are, how can anybody else in your team embody them in that moment when they need to decide and act? So I, I made a task for myself, and I post it: simplify values tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, and that's so that's so important because if you can't rattle off your values, right? I believe fully that every decision that we make needs to be based on our values. We hire to our values. We fire to our values, right? If we're going to decide to partner with a specific person, we always go to our values and like, do these people embody our values? One of the things my husband and I said, as we were contemplating what was going on with our own business is that we said during this, our, our core value is radical service. And so we said, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down serving because that is who we are. And that is what I want, how I want people to remember Priority VA and Trevenia Barber. If we cease to exist after this pandemic, I want them to know that we served. And and I think everyone needs to, if you don't have values for your company, back up, right? Back up and go back to that critical piece because they end up being the cornerstone they're the foundation of which every decision you make every hire that you bring on is built from so I love that you're simplifying yours too I think that's awesome
1: beautiful people if you listened right now go back 30 seconds because Trivinia just gave you another great tool which is to really use your core values for hiring and for firing and usually we do not talk a lot about firing but uh, now let's break the ice for this topic because right now entrepreneurs out there, they have such a pressure and now it's time to get lean. It's time to make it very, very clear that you need to do some smart expense reduction. And that means also freeing up people. And now we, we have hundreds of entrepreneurs in our programs who ask, her, okay, how do I decide who to fire right now? And and that's exactly what I put together for them, is exactly what you just said. And this is so helpful right now. If you are thinking, you are an entrepreneur and you are thinking of who to fire, uh, there is quite a simple process how to go through your people. And the first thing is go through the values. So if it's radical service, go through that and think, are they serving more than 80% of their time this value? Nobody has 90%, nobody has 100%. But are they 80% of the time exactly living this value, embodying it, manifesting it? And that's the first thing that you do. If you have six values, go through the values. And if there is a yes, they are the right person on the right seat. You keep it. But if there is one no, you have to evaluate. And then we also ask, do they want it? Yes or no? Do they get it? Yes or no? And do they have the... Time capacity in their calendar yes or no and that means did they make time in their schedule or do they have 17 other projects where they are loyal to and are embodying the, the values because then you have a problem so uh, very simple value one value two yes and no value three yes and no do they want it yes and no do they get it do they have the capacity This is so valuable. So go back 30 seconds. Listen to it again, people.
0: Yeah, one thing I would add to that, Simon, if I may, is that if you have not ever communicated your values to your company, it's unfair to fire someone based on the values that you've never told them about. And so if you if you're in that position where you're like, oh no, I have never actually shared these with my company, I would encourage you to start doing that. Whether it's in a message that you post on Slack, something that you post on Facebook, if you have team email communication or one-on-ones with your team, always be chatting about your values and call out the values that you see when people are embodying them so that you're starting to create a culture where everyone on your team knows what those values are and they will then be able to spot when someone isn't living up to them. So just make sure you're communicating them because then I think it's unfair if you're going to end up firing people based on a value they never knew you had.
1: Beautiful. And how to communicate and how to bring that into it. You can have a discussion about it every 30 days, every 60 days, whatever your appropriate rhythm is, but give each other feedback on both how you are living the values. And I mean, 360 degree. So yeah. when we give each other feedback every 30 days, we, we have a checklist of our values and of our KPIs and what we expect from each other. And I am the CEO. I get the same time and the same feedback as everybody gets. So they tell to me, Simon, focus, freedom, flow. Yeah, you were focused at the beginning of the week, but at the end of the week, you got so excited about this new opportunity that you brought chaos in every, in every function of in every department of the strategy sprints. Because you get so excited and you see new opportunities and you bring new projects in, but you lose the focus that you have on Monday, uh, latest on Thursday.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: Simon focus, mm. and this is so important. And this is not just important. This is critical for everybody to have this discussion 360. Because um, there is nobody on 100% in the values. You always are something 60%, 50 70 80 and it's so important just to get better and better every week. And as you say, you need to communicate the norms. You need norms and you have norms, but please make them explicit. Otherwise, you, you can never evaluate somebody uh, based on nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it. That's great.
1: And that creates expectations and you have to manage expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Trivinia. I'm so happy for this episode, but I'm, I'm, I'm even much more happy that you come back next week because next week I want to ask you a ton of questions about how to do this virtual work thing.
2: Yes, let's talk about it. Can't wait to see you.
1: All right. Bye-bye, Trivinia. See you next week.
2: Bye. We all know that working in Sprint's is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the strategy show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.